0: This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. This episode is going to be called Prison Planet. First to prayer. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, And the heavenly kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Immaculate heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred heart of Jesus, please pray for us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I pretty much do these... uh, episodes when spirit moves me and uh, spirit moved me today there is particular reason and in case I haven't made this clear there's a reason for everything that I say and do regardless of how it may seem we are living in a prison we are born into a prison And dying is when we go up for parole. And we go before the parole board, which is the heavenly kingdom. And Jesus, of course... He's the, uh, he's the head of the parole board, and his blessed mother is our advocate, and the saints—they're—they're they're here to uh, speak on our behalf. And before we can go to this parole board, we gotta do our time. Now, if there are any hardcore former convicts in my audience, your time on earth, and I don't care if you come from Folsom, San Quentin, Statesville, um, um, the prison farm in Louisiana, I don't care your time on earth, if you're trying to live it right, if you're trying to meet the terms of your parole. are gonna make anything that you've been through in those prisons like a cakewalk if you're trying to live the, if you're trying to live the terms of your parole. And let me tell you, I don't care what prison gang that you've ever had to fight, care if it's MS-13, Mexican Mafia, Russian Mafia, Latin Kings, um, the uh, the white supremacists I don't care whatever whatever prison gang you've ever met and you've been doing hard time I don't care Satan and his demons make those guys look like a bunch of green punks they just walk through the walk through the gates. Or as they used to say old school, new fish. Now our job while we're here on this earth is to make our parole. And uh The job of, I'll just call, uh, Satan's prison gangs, his little demons, and it ain't just him, it's your flesh too, is to make sure that we break the prison rules and we don't get to make our parole. But see, what makes this worse is And many people miss this point. Satan wants to make sure that when you die, if if he can kill you, if he can if he can kill you and make sure that you die outside of the terms of your parole, that when you die, you're dead. You're absolutely dead. And you don't get that parole. You're buried in the prison graveyard. Nobody loves you. Nobody mourns you. Nobody cares. And least of all, you don't care. Because you're dead. Dead man don't care. Dead man don't care at all. The reason why I'm saying this is a lot of people think that this is fun and games. You know. Oh, I'm just going to coast through my prison term. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get with the right gang and I'm going to stick with my homies. Nah, man. See, because the gang's in prison, and like I said, that's all earth is, is a prison. It's broken up among race, around. A wrong uh, criminal lines you know the uh, the child molesters stick with the child molesters the rapists stick with the rapists the murderers with the rape with the murderers the drug runners with the drug runners and each individual gang well, they've got they've got the gang chief called the shot caller and he decides who's going to take the fall and who isn't. Now, if you want to get through your term on person planet, you got to stay unaffiliated. You got to be the lone wolf who doesn't necessarily call his own shots, but that trusts that if he faithfully follows the warden's rules the warden's going to take care or I sh- I'm not I'm sorry not the warden but the but the parole officers rules no no the, the warden I'm sorry the warden if they follow the warden's rules the warden warden's going to make sure they get their parole And sometimes the warden seems arbitrary and hardcore, but that's part of doing a prison term. We've all been doing it since birth. And I don't care where you came from or who you are. We've all been doing a term on prison planet, And like a lot of cons, like a lot of cons, some of us are going to be institutional what they call institutionalized now that doesn't mean that they get you know put in a mental hospital what that means is is they are so hardened by their own attitude and what they've seen and done while on prison that they they don't know any other way to act So they keep coming back to prison, keep coming back to prison, Keep, and eventually they die in prison. As I told you, you get buried in that little prison graveyard, unwarned, unloved, unremembered. And you get eaten by worms. So like anything else in prison... You got to know the rules and you got to follow them You got to stay unaffiliated And part of being unaffiliated is You love without regard You love your homies You don't care if they're MS-13 You don't care if they're black gangster disciples You don't care if they're white supremacists because at the end of the day, your homies that would count, and a lot of times you'll meet false people, people who you thought were your homie, or at least they they talk like you know they're your homie and They uh they stick a shank in you. but most shanks ain't gonna kill you unless the person who's wielding it knows what they're doing. Now, the rule in prison is somebody shanks you, you get one back. But in this prison, under these rules, we don't get revenge. We, ref- we forgive those who hurt us. We forgive those who try to kill us. And we pray that they get their parole because part of being unaffiliated is, we ain't part of the sex, the gangs, the other gangs in prison. We ain't like them. We follow the rules. And we do what we know is right, regardless of the consequences. And everybody knows the prison life is tough. The food is terrible. The, uh, The conditions are tough. And since the screws, I know that's an old school term, since the guards are some of the toughest, toughest SOBs in the planet, they ain't here to make your job easy. They ain't here to help you make your parole. They want to keep you in the prison. Because if they can keep you in the prison, that means they get more cutbacks, more kickbacks. And when the prison finally gets shut down, they get to keep the people that are in there with them. And see, the, the cons, they're all separated in their gangs, their affiliations and stuff. When that prison shuts down, they're with the they're with the guards, and then that prison. When that when that prison shuts down, there is no parole. There is no parole. The guards and the prisoners are all stuck. In that prison together full of hatred a cold deadly hate a bitter a hate that's indescribable makes any hatred you've ever felt on this earth or been hated by look like a mother's gentle kiss And they're stuck there, not for five years, not for a hundred, not for a million, for eternity. Eternity never stops. Imagine being in the world's toughest prison, which is the world, and never having no parole date, never having something to look forward to, never being getting out. Our job is to make that parole date. Our job is to make sure that the uh, the advisor to the uh, the advisor to the uh, to the warden gives us a good marks. That the people that have been helping the advisor tell her yeah, he's ready. And the one difference between this prison and regular hardcore prison, Folsom, Sing Sing, Fulton, think of whatever the toughest prison you can, is that when you get parole? Now a lot of prisoners uh, I'll say any prisoners in the sound of my voice who hear this Can testify to this In, in, In earth prison When you get out You have to rehabilitate yourself And integrate yourself back into a world That doesn't know you doesn't want to know you, and thinks that you're the lowest form of piece of, uh, I'm sorry, that you're the lowest form of humanity that's ever existed. When you get paroled from prison planning, not only are you paroled to the warden, his advisor, and her advisors. But you're also, you're also paroled with your homies that got paroled. And when you get paroled into the next world, because that's where we're trying to get to, the heavenly kingdom, the next world, guess what? There is no struggle. Your struggle was prison planet. Your struggle was navigating the gangs, the affiliations. The the shankings, the beatings. The lousy food, the lousy conditions. The lousy treatment. And if you can make it to parole and join your homies It's It's like from going It's indescribable And the reason why I can't describe it right now Is because right now I'm a dead man walking I'm literally a dead man walking. But it is indescribable. And so is that prison grave if you fail to make your parole. And I ain't gonna pretend. I ain't gonna pretend by any stretch of the imagination that I have the imagination Or the intelligence to even give you an inkling. I'll let those of you with imaginations try to figure it out. Why am I saying this? Why, Why am I telling you these things? Why am I putting it in these terms? The best way I can put it is... Every prison... Every prison's got that con. Every prison. He ain't affiliated. But he hasn't quite made his parole. And he's literally beaten down and dead inside. He's seen too much. He's been through too much. And... He feels like he can't go on I love my homies I do And I want to see my homies get paroled And that's another thing too The old con out in the yard You know that guy who's seen the games Not much surprises him He could tell you the score He can't You know The unwise of the prisoners They write him off They say Oh that's, that's old Bill over there He's, he's a, he's a looney tune man Stay away from him you know, let's let's go have some hooch, smoke a joint. But the wise the wise cons can see the truth and what that old con is you know, if, if they even bother to try to talk to him they realize if they're wise that you know he he uh He may look raggedy. He may be missing a few teeth. His haircut may be all screwed up. But he's got some good advice. He's, He's got a little wisdom. And they try to get what they can. And... Every... Every, um, most people, most people write off that old con is a loser, a dummy, or an insane guy. I'm just trying to tell you guys Earth is already a prison and guess what? Whereas up until now we might have had a medium security prison. We're going into what was known as America, into a supermax, where you are under lockdown twenty four seven and the guards have ordered to shoot to kill on site. Why am I saying all this? Why am I telling you all this? Why am I using these metaphors? It's very simple. Because I'm not claiming to be the toughest con on prison planet. I'm not claiming to be the smartest con on prison planet. And Lord only knows, I'm not even claiming I'm not even claiming to be the wisest, the wisest kind, the most virtuous kind. No. No, I'm the kind right now, I wanna make that parole, but everybody, and I don't care who you are that listens to this. I don't care. Everybody's got one or two. One or two. Hurdles. Or hang-ups. And when I say hangups, I'm trying, I'm trying to church it up for you. You know what I'm talking about that one sin that's like a monkey around your back that you just can't shake that that one hurdle that you keep tripping over in the race you all know what I'm talking about you keep trying and that monkey chokes you unconscious you keep running the race and that one hurdle you can't clear it. And since we're living on a prison planet you, be a, you begin to think and maybe you won't make the terms of your parole. You begin to get tired. Get tired of the daily fight. Get tired of the prison's day to day existence because life in prison, in case I had to tell anyone, is not meant to be enjoyable, it's meant to prepare you for parole. Because whether you like it or not, you got put on this planet. You got put on this planet so that you could get parole because when you got put on prison planet, you were not fit for the heavenly kingdom, which is our ultimate goal. You weren't fit. So you have to be, you have to be trained and remolded and refined so that if the warden grants you your parole you are a fit member for his society so this is why I'm saying this I don't care what you think about me I don't and I've never cared what anyone ever thought. And I don't care what I have to do to meet my parole. What it costs me. Because anybody with wisdom knows that anything worth having is going to cost you. Anything of value, that is. But I get tired. I get tired and I get weary. And... Sometimes... Sometimes... I do get overwhelmed with the sadness um, not, not for the sake of the term of my sentence not for the sake of the things I've seen the things I've done not for any of that what saddens me is the thought of not making my parole. That the things that I've been doing to try to make my parole are all for naught and I'm gonna be buried in that prison graveyard. Unmarked grave, unmourned, unloved, forgotten Warm food. that's why I'm doing this that's why I'm saying these things the thing of it is in prison is being affiliated the unaffiliated take care of each other because as far as the gangs the cliques and the um the affiliated are concerned not only are you but you know not only are you beneath their notice but if you cross them and like anything else in prison you're going to have to cross them eventually well, they're going to send one of their enforcers out to take you out because you see in prison it's the it's, it's it's not just it's not just the guards that control the prison cuz the prison the, the the guards are smart they pick select prisoners to run the operation of the of the prison on a day-to-day basis and the head are that the guys that the prison guards pick? They dole out. They dole out who's going to be the enforcer, who's getting this, who's getting that. And they can't have the unaffiliated flouting their rules and the corrupt guards who are making a living off of making sure. That their prison operates The way they want it to operate See The warden gave them Their rules That they have to Operate under And they're still underneath that warden So When A member of the prison Gets taken To the bathroom and gets to the crap kicked out of him, get shanked a couple times. That doesn't happen. The guards obviously let it happen, but they had to clear it with the warden first. Now you might ask yourself, why is warden doing that? Because you cannot pass through prison without pain. Now, the warden didn't, do this because he's a sadistic, hateful individual. The, the prison guards are, but not him. He did this so that you would lose attachment for prison because like any good prison this world has things to distract you. But I'm going to put it in prison terms. The hooch, the weed, the pornography, the rape, and if you can get somebody to get you it, you know you've got uh you know you've got the world you've got the food from the outside world, the stuff that most cons will never see because they ain't got the uh they ain't got the uh, I forget what they call it uh the privileges to go to the to commissary. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Commissary privileges. And by doing this, by allowing this to happen, the warden is reminding you you gotta make the terms of your parole. Your 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 job is not to die in the prison but to make your parole. Unfortunately, human beings being human beings, we don't want to change. We want to be a lifer. That's what they call it, being a lifer. And if it means dying in that old prison graveyard, unloved, unremembered, unmourned, well, that's the price we're going to pay. Because hey, you know that that parole everyone keeps talking about, well, that's unimaginable. I can't imagine that. I've got whatever sentence I've got. You know I might as well enjoy myself while I'm on while I'm in this prison. I might as well make my deals with the guards. With the gangs, with the affiliated, with the enforcers. I might as well make my deals, make my peace. I'm just, I'm gonna to try to enjoy my term in prison. Damn the consequences, I don't give a damn. That is not one of my biggest drawbacks. is that I lack the imagination and I lack the eloquence to try to tell you that there's so much more that we could be striving for. And one of the first cons in the prison planet was named Paul. And he said, I has not seen nor ear heard the things that God has prepared for those who love Him. As near as I can tell, because I've, I've, I've watched Paul. I've watched him closely. He ain't a liar. As a matter of fact, Paul was such a model kind that the warden put him on the board of advisors when you go for your parole. And I can honestly tell you, if you've got a guy like Paul in your corner, you're probably going to make that parole date. As for myself, I'm not the toughest kind. I already said that. I'm not the wisest kind. I'm just the guy trying to make his parole but I get tired. I get full of doubts. I lose my hope. I lose my faith. I lose my courage because the odds seem insurmountable sometimes. Sometimes whatever that particular hurdle or monkey on your back it just seems like it's got you and it's got a stranglehold on you and you're going to die in that prison yard and here's the thing about prison planet we don't know when we're going to be called for that prison board and we don't know how it's going to turn out and I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that, you know, that I know what's, what's going to happen with me. I don't. I just know that today, as I speak, I'm sitting in my cell and I've exhausted all my options And I'm, and anybody, any ex-con will tell you, you know, you'll have this. Not just once. Depends on the length of your sentence. But I'm, I'm at my lowest step. That's all I can say. You know, not, not every day can be. Vigor. And. And and strength, and um, purposeful commitment. Not every day can be like that. And sometimes we forget that we all, as prisoners on the planet, have our low ebbs, have our lowest points. The points where we seem like we're overcome and we will never get out of the trick bag that we've let ourselves get into. And as the old con, I'm here to tell you, I'm no different from you. And if you got that that thought in your head, you put that thought right out of your head. I'm no different from you. I've been cut. I've been hurt. I bleed just like you do. I get cold. I get hot. I feel I feel sometimes happy and I feel sad. I get mad. I get sorrowful. I'm no different from you. And because of the terms of Prison Planet, a lot of us are serving our time, if indeed, if indeed we're trying to follow the rules of parole the way they should be. We're serving our time in solitary confinement. So occasionally, occasionally, you'll find. You will find a fellow con who, you know, you can encourage each other to keep the terms of your parole. Some of you, though, you you feel like you're all alone. Some of you feel like you can't go on. Some of you feel like it's hopeless. The deck is stacked against you. And the warden don't care. He wants you that way. I'm not going to speak for any of you. I don't know you guys. I can only speak for myself. I am at my lowest step. And at the point at this time today, the only thing I can do is to send a letter to the warden and his assistant and put my case in their hands and beg and beseech them as best as I can. Please have mercy on me. I can do nothing more because I'm tired. I'm worn out. One last thing for my members of Prison Planet. I love all my homies, all the separated gangs. The affiliated and the uh, and um, the various groups. I love you all, and I especially love my uh, unaffiliated guys we have to love each other we unaffiliated we have to love each other and we have to show those people who are still in their cliques in their gangs that they can get paroled they can move on to something better but we have to support each other We have to be there for each other. And I ain't going to lie, people. I ain't going to lie. I'm too tired to do that. We don't know. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what's happening. And if what I think is going to happen and we go from a medium to a supermax, the times... Of the little comforts we get, you know, a letter from a loved one, somebody slips us some extra commissary, or just the child that we ate that day, just whatever the cooks did, it was perfect, it was just good, it was passable, it was enjoyable. We got to take these small joys while we still can. Because when it goes down into lockdown mode As rare as those small pleasures Those small rays of sunshine that we get While we're on prison planet goes They're going to become They're going to become almost non-existent And the only thing that's going to get us Through lockdown mode is two things faith in the warden and his parole crew or death in fighting the guards and their and their um, and their enforcers fighting them for trying to keep our parole those are the only two ways neither one is easy. And before I close out, I'll tell you something. Some of you feel like, well, I didn't deserve to be on on uh, on prison planet. I didn't, you know, I didn't do nothing to do this. Now, this is a famous slime from a book. And until you get the proper understanding about how the warden operates, you're never gonna get this quote. He said, everyone is guilty. Everyone is guilty. Now, like I said, this is gonna sound harsh. This is gonna sound too much. But everyone is guilty. Now, am I saying an infant? Or a child, an underage child is guilty? No. But the warden has made, you know, the, the warden doesn't expect the same of an infant or a underage child as he expects of a person of reason and depending on the person, intellectual capability. And anybody who has an ounce of common sense should realize this. You don't need to have a 300 IQ to figure that out. So, if you are a grown adult, or come to the age of reason, I should say, you should understand, implicitly, unless you're so completely self-unaware and self-absorbed that this thought never crossed your head, that yes, everybody is guilty, but if you don't understand how the if you don't read how the how the warden runs his prison, then you're never good you know not only are you never going to understand, you ain't going to want to understand. So this is coming from the pathetic um, laughable despised um, contemptible old kind You know, There are a lot of things said about him And rumors of course There are a lot of things thought about him 95% are probably wrong But that's okay, it don't matter Because this old con wants to make sure That at least people who are willing To get the message. And it's not enough just to get the message. We need to spread it. We need to spread this message. That's what loving your homies is all about. That's why we don't hate our enemies. Because our enemies are just like we are. They're trying to get through their terms too. But through ignorance or whatever personal agony of their own that they're going through, they just haven't gotten it yet. But it's up to those who understand the message to, to work in whatever way possible that it gets out there. That's all I got to say. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Bye-bye.